publisher's preface of darkness and daylight or lights and shadows of new york life this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by larry wilson darkness and daylight or lights and shadows of new york life publisher's preface this volume aims to give scrupulously exact descriptions of life and scenes in that great metropolis under three different aspects first as seen by a woman second as seen by a journalist third as seen and known by the chief of the new york detective bureau it was essential that each of the writers selected for this undertaking should possess a thorough practical knowledge of the subject combined with ability to describe what they have seen and experienced the first division was assigned to mrs helen campbell whose life has been spent in new york city and whose well-known sympathies for the poor and unfortunate combined with long experience in city missionary work and charitable enterprises peculiarly fitted her for this portion of the work her interest in missions and her labors among the lower classes had brought her face to face with squalor and misery among the hopelessly poor as well as with degraded men and women in their own homes while her ready sympathy gained for her access to their hearts and thus gave her a practical insight into their daily life possessed by few who but a woman could describe to women the scenes of sin sorrow and suffering among this people that have presented themselves to her womanly eye and heart to colonel thomas w knox was assigned the task of delineating phases of city life that a trained journalist of many years experience in new york is more familiar with than almost any other person to the advantages of this facile pen and quick observation born of long newspaper work are added those of a lifetime spent in the great city and perfect familiarity with many features of metropolitan life which he so well describes to chief inspector thomas burns the famous head of the new york detective bureau the most efficient bureau of its kind in the world the public is indebted for the faithful descriptions of criminal life and detective experiences given in this volume for thirty years he has been connected with the police force of new york working his way up from the rank of patrolman to his present high and responsible position for many years he has been constantly and prominently before the public as a detective of wonderful skill and unerring sagacity the very nature of his life work has brought him into close contact with crime destitution and vice and has given him exceptional opportunities for the study of life among the dangerous classes more than any other man he knows the methods and characteristics of crooks of high and low degree and possesses a thorough knowledge of their haunts when the manuscripts of these joint authors were placed in the publisher's hands they for the first time realized the great importance of the work they had undertaken in genuine interest and graphic description it exceeded anything they had hoped for and their estimate of its worth grew with closer examination the original plan of the book included but a few full-page illustrations but the sterling character of the work as revealed by reading the manuscript its authenticity incontrovertible facts and startling revelations led the publishers to believe that it ought to be illustrated with more than common fullness and in the most truthful and realistic manner but how could this be accomplished 
the old method of employing artists of quick talent to seize the general outline of a scene and by a few rapid strokes of a pencil preserve the general idea until in the studio leisure was found to enlarge the hasty sketch and reproduce the details from memory was open to serious objection for in this way everything is left to the artist whose generally exuberant and sometimes distorted imagination has full swing and in addition the method is exceedingly faulty in having to rely upon one of the most treacherous of human faculties the memory such pictures can only approximate to reality they may be and often are very wide of the truth the publishers were satisfied that illustrations produced in this way could not show the fidelity to nature that the text demanded here the modern camera came to their aid and it alone is the basis for every illustration in this volume in deciding to adopt the camera as a means to an end they little dreamed of the labor time and expense which the undertaking involved recent developments in photography have rendered it possible to catch instantaneously all the details of a scene with the utmost fidelity the publishers and their photographer explored the city together for months by day and by night seeking for living material on the streets up narrow alleys and in tenement houses in missions and charitable institutions in low lodging houses and cellars in underground resorts and stale beer dives in haunts of criminals and training schools of crime and in nooks and corners known only to the police and rarely visited by anyone else these two hundred and fifty remarkable pictures were selected from upwards of a thousand photographs taken at all hours of the day and night many of them were taken at moments when the people portrayed would rather have been anywhere else than before the lens eye by far the greater part of them were made by flashlight without the aid of which much of the life herein shown so truthfully could not have been presented at all some of them were made under circumstances of great difficulty in dimly lighted holes and in underground places literally in darkest new york where the light of day never penetrates not a few were made long after midnight for there are phases of city life that cannot be seen at any other time as a whole these illustrations depict many and varied scenes of everyday life and all night life which go to make the sum of new york's daily history the dark side of life is presented without any attempt to tone it down and foul places are shown just as they exist any one who undertakes to see life in the haunts of vice and crime in new york especially by night takes his life in his own hand and courts danger in many forms criminals are a suspicious class the appearance of a camera in their midst at once suggests to them the rogues gallery and recalls to their mind crimes known only to themselves it is not pleasant in underground dens where hardened criminals and the vilest outcasts hide from the light of day to be mistaken for detectives in search of their prey nor is it pleasant to spend day after day in vermin-infested tenements and oozy cellars waiting for opportunities to portray some particularly desired scene it is dangerous to breathe for hours at a time an atmosphere poisoned with nauseating effluvia it is hazardous to be surrounded in narrow alleys by crowded toughs who believe that brick and other missiles were specially designed for the benefit of strangers there are hundreds of places in new york where even the air of respectability is an element of personal danger in midnight expeditions 
it was often necessary to creep stealthily into a locality where it was known that night life at its worst existed the camera was quickly and silently adjusted in the dark and the sudden and blinding flash of the magnesium light was generally the first knowledge the subject had of the presence of photographers but the knowledge came too late to prevent the lightning work of the cameras which in the two hundredth part of a second had faithfully fixed the scene on the sensitive plate surprise and wonder were often followed by oaths and threats that were of no avail for the camera had done its work in some of these pictures will be seen in their own haunts and amid their own surroundings lineaments of old and well-known criminals both men and women together with those of younger years just entering upon a life of crime and degradation and of some whose footsteps have barely touched the threshold in no instance have artists been allowed to exercise their imagination by drawing pictures of impossible scenes or exaggerating what is already bad enough the fact that every illustration in this volume is from a photograph made from life and that the greatest care has been taken to present these photographs in facsimile even to the preservation of the portraits are features that will commend themselves to all it is said that figures do not lie neither does the camera and looking on these pages the reader is brought face to face with real life as it is in new york not as it was but as it is today exactly as the reader sees these pictures just so were the scenes presented to the camera's merciless and unfailing eye at the moment when the action depicted took place nothing is lacking but the actual movement of the persons represented here then are presented to the reader faithful pictorial representations of street life in new york by day and by night scenes in various well-known christian missions in tough districts their audiences services and so forth gospel work by day and by night by mission workers and rescue bands in the vilest slums scenes of hospital life and in charitable institutions in cheap lodging houses and cellars in back streets and alleys in dens of infamy and crime where the dangerous classes congregate in the homes of the poor in wretched tenement districts where the horror of the life that is lived by human beings herded together by thousands is well-nigh incredible in newsboys lodging houses in the police detective and fire departments in opium joints and among the denizens of chinatown among the italians of mulberry street and along its famous bend these and many other topics are here presented in the best pictorial manner and always with strict regard to truth the publishers return their sincere thanks to all who have any way helped them in this arduous undertaking their grateful acknowledgments are due to the board of police commissioners and to chief inspector thomas burns without whose aid many rare photographs could not have been made to the captains of various police precincts who on numerous occasions detailed special detectives to pilot and accompany the photographers to places known only to the police to the officials of the children's aid society and of the society for the prevention of cruelty to children to the superintendents of the florence night mission the water street mission and the cremorne mission to sister irene of the new york foundling asylum to the president of the board of public charities and correction and to the board of fire commissioners unfailing courtesies were extended on every hand and made it possible to secure new and desirable material that has never hitherto been presented 
The publisher's thanks are especially due to Mr. O.G. Mason, at present and for the past 25 years official photographer at Bellevue Hospital, to whose rare skill they are indebted for many fine photographs made expressly for this volume. In photographing difficult scenes, Mr. Mason's skill could be relied upon implicitly. Nearly all of the photographs from which the full-page engravings were made were taken by flashlight by him, as well as many of those for the smaller illustrations. Always ready for emergencies, possessing ability and facilities to instantly meet them, he was in every way the right man in the right place. Mr. E. Warren, Jr., Mr. Frederick Vilmar, and Mr. Jacob A. Russ also placed at their disposal large collections of photographs from which very interesting selections have been made. The whole work was passed under the editorial supervision of Mr. E. E. Taffrey of New York, and the publishers are indebted to his experience for many valuable suggestions. End of Publisher's Preface